Welcome to Unboxed, where we dive into what it means to live engaged. Life is fun, messy, and sometimes challenging. Come grow, learn, and chat with us. We're your hosts, Sarah and Haley. So right now we are experiencing some very unusual, very uncertain times in our world right now. I've even heard the, t- the word unprecedented throw out, thrown out. Um, just very uncertain, crazy times in our communities, in our homes, in our, um, in our world and in our country. And I think we're all in, on some level trying to just figure out how do we do normal life in the midst of all this and how do we find a new normal or adjusted normal or we're just trying to figure out how do we how we even just live through this it's so um we just don't know kind of feeling yeah i i would agree with you sarah that unprecedented in our in our nation in our globe the stats of today which i'm sure these will change by the next time someone listens to this is there's 41,708 total um, cases of COVID-19, um, which is very, um, unheard of. We haven't seen this in, um, probably in our lifetime Mm -hmm. or in the lifetimes of the people, um, of our elders. So it's unprecedented for sure. And I think that that's a great question that you ask of, um, what do we do in this time? Um, how do we manage in the middle of a lot of stress? Yeah, and so we're coming around today in this podcast, we're talking about a question. What does good self-care look like in while we're living in a global pandemic? Now, somebody might be listening and they're thinking, well, what is, what is self-care? What do we need self-care right now? Why is that important? And so we're going to kind of unpack these questions in this um, podcast. And um, Haley, why don't you jump in and answer that question of why do we need self-care? So why do we need self-care and not a bunch of toilet paper? Right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right? That's what people are thinking right now. Yeah. Lots of toilet paper. Right, and water. Um, and, and water and all those things. Um, hand sanitizer, Lysol. Yes. Spray you down right now. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, we, we make fun, but, um, but I do think that there are some huge needs out there for folks, and one of that is self-care. And the reason that self-care is really important is that Um, It would be fair to say that we are in global stress, we are in national stress, and we're also within community stress and personal stress. Mm -hmm. And the answer to stress is always going to be self-care. And self-care is, um, it's it's essential to help our communities thrive, to help our families thrive, because if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we can't take care of our neighbors or our friends and then that has a trajectory globally because we're all in this together and so self-care is really important Mm. um, because it really addresses stress head-on that's good yeah we want to not add and feed into more stress if we can keep our homes a little less stressed right Right, because if we can keep our homes a little bit stressed or if we can keep our, our internal response and help with that, um, that's going to have huge ramifications um, as we'll get to, but that's going to have huge ramifications for our physical body. And our physical body, um, as a lot of people know, that our immune system is connected 
to some of our stress levels. So in the middle of um, seeking to stay healthy, we want to make sure that we can minimize um, any of some of those variables on our end Mm. of managing that stress. Yeah, that's good. So in the midst of social distancing, we're going to help manage our stress levels and we're going to practice good self-care. So what does good self-care look like normally and then how can we still continue to have good self-care in a global pandemic? I think those are that's a great question. Um, I would love to start with what is self-care um, because I think self-care could be... Um, Lots of people can define it lots of different ways. Some people are like, having this donut is self-care right now for me. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Can I have a donut right now? If I had a donut, you could have one right now. Um, I will take one. Um, (laughs) You can send donuts to the office, people. I'm teasing. Um, But I think that it's really important that we define self-care. And um, self-care, I'm going to define it in this way, that it's cultivating compassion for ourselves emotionally physically and relationally um and we're really starting right there with ourself like the word self-care it's not community care it is internal Mm. response it's 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 looking at us Mm -hmm. and that's really important um because we're going to start with self-care and then that's going to bleed into how we're going to help our communities and our family and globally i love the quote by Brene brown that says we can't practice compassion with our people if we can't treat ourselves kindly Mm. and so we have to treat ourselves very kindly and have good self-care so that we can be compassionate to the hurting global world and in our communities Mm. so we start with ourselves and having good rhythms rhythms yeah good rhythms so that we can then help our community too and our whole families Mm -hmm. that's good because mm-hmm. I think it's really important that um, that we're hearing the word self-care and that we, we are not alone in this. Now, somebody listening might think, well, that sounds shelf- selfish. But really, it's not. Because mm-hmm. if we want to have healthy families and we want to have healthy communities, healthy churches, we have to first be healthy ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, Dr. Brene Brown, I, I love a lot of her research and a lot of her work and I'm thinking of one of her other quotes uh, today, and it says that the most compassionate person that she knew was someone who was really boundaried. Mm. And so I think that having really good self-care and really good boundaries around ourselves pr- provides that margin and that space for us to be compassionate to other people. And so I don't see it as very selfish. I see it as actually necessary. Mm. That's good. That's good. So that's awesome. And I'm a very practical person, so my question next is going to be, what does that practically look like? How can we practically do self-care right now? I think um, practical is important because we want practicality um, to provide stability, and Mm -hmm. stability is going to help us um, continue the rhythms that we need in the middle of chaos and uncertainty and stress. So I think that that's a great question. Um, so practically, we um, are just going to look at some some categories. So physically, we're looking emotionally, we're looking um, relationally, those categories. Um, what does that look like? Uh, physically, um, this is going to sound really simple, but we want to make sure that you're eating normally. 
Mm-hmm. And for some of you out there, you're like, you know what, Haley, I have one meal a day <laughs> and then I snack. And I'm like, that might not necessarily be normal. Um, so we're going for... The so my, mo- my diet of, of donuts is not what we need to be doing, right? No, no. no. Mm-hmm. We, we would love to limit... stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. There is a... I mean, that makes sense why we want sugar during this time. Um, when we're stressed it's very common for people to really um, look for sugar um, because there's some biological (laughs) reasons for that. So Mm -hmm. we'll talk a little bit more about that in our other uh, podcasts on stress. But I would recommend that, you know, we're limiting our sugar intake. Um, We're eating healthy three meals a day. Or if you have, um, you know, five small meals a day, whatever your diet looks like. But we want that to be as normal as possible. Um, We're exercising. Really Mm -hmm. want to... I mean, some of you are like, Haley, I'm not doing CrossFit. I'm not doing all that stuff. I mean, like, just going in your neighborhood, practicing social distancing, (laughs) and just walking around your neighborhood or going out in the sun and just doing some of those work. Exercising is really important. And Mm -hmm. then also drinking water. Um, We don't want to be people, you know, dehydrated. So make sure we're having water. It's part about being healthy. You know, we want to make sure we're having water. And it sounds like this is just really good daily rhythms mm-hmm. you're talking about like having a good routine with our eating and not just snacking all day and exercising um which you can find even exercises online you know free resources on youtube probably or there's so much out there you can find to do exercising since so, so, so many of us are locked down in our homes there's definitely some exercising that we can do from home mm-hmm. yeah i think those are great like simple youtubing um you know any exercise. Netflixing. Net, yeah, or Amazon. There's some platforms out there, or Hulu. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all the other ones, um, there's lots of places to um, look for exercises. Mm-hmm. And then I think also um, looking into yoga. Yoga is really mm-hmm. helpful um, for lots of different reasons. Um, it helps with our breathing, and it helps with mindfulness, which we'll get to in a, in a little bit. But yoga is very helpful in that. And so with our physical is that Make sure you're breathing, which hmm. some of you are sitting there and you're like, well, that was earth shattering, <laughs> Haley. Thank you for that yeah. breathe um, moment. But I I think that when we're stressed, people find that their breathing is a little bit more shallow. Mm. And so deep breathing is really helpful. So getting in a rhythm of saying, am I deep breathing today? Mm. Um, that's really helpful. It, it kind of gives um, a sense of control for us. And it also gets um, our parasympathetic and our sympathetic nerve system back in line with each other. And so breathing is really helpful. So physically, mm. um, there's lots of very practical things that you can do there. That's great. That's great. Maybe even like set a reminder on your phone. It's like, hey, breathe. Yeah. Take some deep breaths right now. Yeah, and you can be creative with this. Like, hey, you, you right there. Make sure you're breathing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so that's a lot about physically what we can do. Talk to us a little bit about how we can emotionally be good with our self-care. Mm-hmm. I, emotionally is really important. Um, I think just to realize what we're feeling in this time. For a lot of people, um, it's stress. And um, how we internalize that stress is really can come out as anxiety and um, uh, worry and then probably underneath it there's some some sadness and all types of emotions and so it's really important that we're just honest 
Um, telling mm-hmm. someone you shouldn't feel that way is not super helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Invalidating someone's feelings, so we're not going to invalidate our own. Um, so being honest that this is a little unsettling, that mm-hmm. this is uncertain and we don't know what's happening in our world uh, or in our communities, and um, just being honest with that. Mm-hmm. On the other side with that is that emotionally we are um, also what are we kind of thinking about? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Amy McGonigal has a, a wonderful TED Talk, and she talks about stress, but one of the quotes that she says is that chasing meaning is better than avoiding discomfort. And so chasing meaning um, seems like this really abstract thing, but for me, chasing meaning is like, what is it that we're anchoring into today? What is the theme for today? Mm-hmm. What is it that I'm kind of basing my life today on? And it can't be COVID-19, which I think a lot of people might find themselves just always reading Mm -hmm. some news and all that kind of stuff. And so their day becomes centered around Mm COVID-19. And of course, they're going to feel very overwhelmed with that. And which, because it is overwhelming and Mm -hmm. it is kind of uncertain. And so in chasing meaning and, and saying today, the story can't be that COVID-19 this is true, it's happening in our world, but that can't be what we live out today. And um, for a lot of people, um, faith comes into play of, um, and it, it, what does my faith tell me today? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me personally, um, there's a verse in Daniel where it talks about that the Ancient of Days sits down. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things because I'm, I'm seeing God as this ancient of days, and he is the ancient of every day. So this is not something new. And I can trust in his sovereignty and his goodness in the middle of all the uncertainty. So as I'm going throughout my day, that's my meaning. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little bit different than saying COVID-19 is going to do X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. in my life or in my family or in my community. And so that's what I really mean by chasing meaning mm-hmm. is better than avoiding discomfort. And um, so what am I thinking about on a daily basis? What am I meditating on? Um, What kind of outlets am I inputting in? Am I watching CNN or Fox or ABC or NBC or what all the other ones? Um, Am I just watching them Mm 24-7? And um, if I am, then I'm probably really worried. Mm -hmm. um, And lots of worrying is not going to help make Mm -hmm. us feel better. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What are we meditating on? What are we thinking on? So good. Um, and if you're anything like me, I, I have to come back around several times throughout the day too of like, okay, I started off good meditating on the word or I'm, you know, watching some good videos from pa- pastors or whatever that might look like. Then sometimes throughout the day as I'm working or maybe I'm scrolling too much on Facebook, I have to kind of re- come back to what our anchor is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes we have to, we have to, re- we have to come back, you know. Mm-hmm keep coming back to what what are we focusing on for today what's the theme of today what's the anchor for today I think that's really important that coming back to it's really the essence of mindfulness it's being present in the moment of what we're doing um so the the idea of of our thoughts and that we have control of what we choose to think about um Mm -hmm. usually if we're just scrolling on Facebook like it's just like the next thing that comes up mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, and that meme's funny. And then, mm-hmm. oh, that would, what happened there? And so that's not a really mindful thing. But if we are mindfully, it's kind of like taking that analogy and saying, 
oh, I'm going to scroll through. Oh, I'm going to focus in on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what mindfulness really looks like. And the more we actually practice that, the more that it's going to become easier for our brains. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So the, the next thing that I would kind of say that it's important um, emotionally is that it kind of bridges into um, relationally. Um, six feet apart though right six feet apart we need social distancing right here um so six feet apart we are six feet apart and we um but we still need that community yeah um there are lots of people that are um in their homes um i i love um looking at some of the videos in italy and you see them um being relational across Mm. the way and they're playing music and they're they're having dance parties six feet away and like this this beautiful uh, creative mm-hmm. inspiration of humanity there and mm-hmm. I think that that's what we have to bring into this mm-hmm. um, our brains are wired for connection and that hasn't changed mm-hmm. and so in the middle of this um, stressor we need community and we yeah. need people um, without that I think that our stress and worry just continues to grow Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're relational beings. We're connect. We, we we thrive on connecting, and I think right now in the times that we're in, it just takes a little more creativity. And mm-hmm. how do we do that? And how do we? And really, not even just creativity. It's really just being intentional. I think now more than ever, we're seeing how unintentional we are, because because we're having to find creative ways. And so we're we're being so much more intentional with our people. Of hey, we might do FaceTime. Well, I've never FaceTimed anybody hardly ever until this past week, you know? So it's like, (laughs) it's, it's an interesting time because I think we're going to find that we're, we're, our intentionality level is way higher than it ever has been because we're having to be so creative Mm -hmm. in finding ways to connect with our people. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I talked to a friend this week and she, her brother is doing virtual dance parties it's just really fun, creative ways to still rally with people, especially for our extroverted friends, you know, to still have that connection and, and relational feel. Mm-hmm. It just might look a little bit different right now in six mm-hmm. feet apart or virtually. <laughs> yeah, I think those are really important. Um, so, like, if you're sitting out there, go have a virtual dance party or um, call some people up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of companies are picking this up as well. Um, a lot of Zoom meetings mm-hmm. or Google Hangouts or the different types of medias of what is it that we are, um, how are we going to connect? Mm-hmm. Um, not only within our friends, but within our business sense of what yeah. do we do with that? And a lot of teachers, um, they're doing it as well with their students. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that that's really important that we need to be creative and that this is not an optional thing. Yeah. So good, so good. So practically, having good self-care looks like we're focusing on what we're doing physically, um, our emotional, our relational, and connecting. So those are some great um, points as we're talking about good self-care, even in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, And I think it's even more important now than ever to have good Mm self-care. And we don't feed into the stress or don't continue to feed into the stress and um, that we're just being, we're being mindful yeah. about, um, how we're going to live out our lives. Yeah. We're going to create rhythms. Mm-hmm. We're going to check in on those rhythms. We're going to 
ask people for us to be accountable with those rhythms. Um, mm-hmm. It's really helpful. Mm-hmm. That self-care, um, going back to that original definition, is ways that we cultivate compassion for ourselves emotionally, physically, and relationally. And that is going to equal us thriving. Mm-hmm. And how can we live in the middle of uncertainty um, we are honest, we lean into the discomfort, and we thrive in those places. And I think that that's really important. Um, I just wanted to come back to a side note. Um, I, earlier I mentioned faith about chasing meaning, and I know that maybe some people out there, that, that maybe that's not their story. And so um, that could be for community or their family or their friends mm-hmm. or something that they chase meaning with. Um, and so I just wanted to come back around that to because um, I think that's really important. Um, we want to lean into these times together and we mm-hmm. want to find purpose and we want um, to create some really good rhythms. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us in this podcast. We look forward to you tuning into our next one. Um, we're going to be talking about stress and how do we manage good old stress and what it does to our bodies and all the things. I may or may not be eating a donut while I'm eating that, (laughs) but that would not be the best practice, but yes. This podcast was brought to you by Beacon Counseling. They believe that hope is a beacon, a light on the journey. They want to help you live wholehearted and fully engaged lives. They want to provide a place of healing and a safe harbor to foster communication and process all the issues that people are dealing with. They are currently offering telehealth services for those who are struggling with COVID-19 related issues. They also serve individuals, families, adolescents, and children and couples. You can check them out at beaconmhscounseling.com.